All right, here we go with the news. 26 December, one day after Christmas. Happy Thursday, everybody. 2020 is on its way. Hopefully, 2020 will be better than 2019. All right, let's get on with the show. Keeping that hammer down all across the nation. Checking cities off his list. Sharing stories of the road right here on his station. You are listening to the Kingfish. Yes, you've tuned in to the Kingfish Radio Network. Mm. Expand your mind on the open road with Kingfish right here. All right, once again, let me start off with some bad news on the news. Bad news on the news? Hmm, it's a little too redundant. Anyway, GDS Express, GDS Express. Well, they shut down. Looks like December 18th, they, or they shut down on December 17th, so December 18th, they stranded drivers. Some drivers actually, from the news article, actually said that they bought fuel so they could finish their deliveries and then make it home. You know, I don't know. I don't know if I'd be so committed to, to make the delivery. I think I'd be more concerned about getting home. But, you know, more power to them. It says here, uh, the... Uh, operations manager was blindsided by the thing and it looks like they have 70 75 trucks and well the last you know nobody's come forward and said why they're shutting down they just said hey we're shutting down that's it it's done call it a day so the people there are quite upset i think uh yeah this is happening too much you know the, oh, the world's greatest economy yeah, you know, I'm starting to question that. Uh, I don't know. Over 800 trucking companies this year have folded. You know, I, I just don't get it. You know, and this for this one driver, you know, to take money out of her own pocket to make the delivery. Uh, I don't know about that one. That's, you know, you're not going to get what you've already done. Plus, you just put money out to them. I don't know. But anyway, here's what they're... Uh, Mike Katie, this guy is the uh, company's director of recruiting on LinkedIn, sent this message out. It says, it is with a heavy heart, fighting anger and tears that I send this message. Unfortunately, through mismanagement from ownership, GDS is closing our doors. I want to sincerely thank each and every one of you who have been part of our company. Over the years, we've accomplished a lot. We are proud to be GDS. I bleed blue and orange. Moving forward, if anyone needs help for a reference, please contact me. That's Mike Katie, the uh, director of recruiting on LinkedIn. Wow, that's heavy. That is sincerely heavy. So, you know, we lost Falcon, HVN, uh, uh, New England Motor Freightways. Uh, see who else did we lose this year? Uh, Swift, you know, announced they have layoffs. I'm sure they'll lay off the wrong people. <sighs> oh, geez, just, oh, LME. I forgot about LME. 
you know, there's been a lot. And, and of course, there's just dozens of super small carriers, you know, that we don't know anything about. I don't know. I don't think the purge is done. We're going to be losing a lot more before the end of this. So anyway, GDS drivers, I'm sure you'll find something, but what a nightmare. What a nightmare. Damn it, drivers. What's going on here? All right. This one's a little strange. Well, more than a little strange, actually. Authorities in Florida say that charges may be pending after a historic building was badly damaged when it was hit by the truck over the weekend. You know, if you hit a building with your truck, I'd have to say the odds are pretty good that it's your fault. Apparently this guy's going down a road, thought it was too dark, ran off the road, ran into this hotel, motel. It's on the historic uh, registry for... You know, since 1994, it's in Yeehaw Junction, Florida. Yeah, I'm not making this up. Yeehaw Junction, Florida. He went. He completely went underneath the first floor, took out the sign of the Desert Inn Motel, and then ended up underneath. And then when they pulled the truck out, it totally collapsed the building. Oh, my goodness. Uh, a guy had a bunch of orange juice loaded. <laughs> what the heck? So I don't know what to think about this one. Drivers quit hitting buildings. And you know, here's the funny part. I'm looking at the photo. I'm going to try to add this photo to the front of the thing here, you know, in the show. But it says here, you know, I'm looking at the photo. He's, he's hit the sign. He's going into it. And the placard for the historical thing, you know, saying that this is a historical building is just to the, to the right of where he hit. So we totally missed that sign saying it was a historical building. And he also hit the, you know, the mark, the, the bar, you know, the things you'd run into the barricade. He missed that and ran right into the building. Oh my God. So Yeehaw Junction. Well, apparently the, nobody got hurt because the place was closed for a year. So that's a good thing. But geez, drivers quit running into buildings. You know, it's not moving. No excuse. All right. Now here's some good news. You know. At least this is something good earlier in the week. Uh, truckers were stranded up in British Columbia. And there was an A&W restaurant out there. And staff at the at the w say that one person stepped forward to show the stranded truckers some love. There was a bunch of drivers stranded there. By calling the store and purchasing a $200 gift card to be used to pay for meals for the drivers. The gift card was used to purchase meals for drivers all Friday night. and still had money left on it Saturday morning. When the road reopened and the drivers were able to move on, one of the drivers who benefited from the gift card was Mark Hare, who told Global News, it was amazing when you're a driver used to the fact that you get stranded somewhere. So for something like this to happen, it goes such a long way. The other drivers were blown away. An amazing act of kindness. You know, British Columbia, you know, we got plenty of A&Ws. Nothing like that ever happens here. Usually it's cutting somebody off or being mean to somebody or whatever. But, you know, Canadians, I think British Columbia, Canadian, right? Anyway, way to, sh way to show how it should be done. You know, excellent work. Can't, you know, that's, that's the way to step up to the plate. So whoever you are in British Columbia, good deal. Good deal. All right. This is a good one. Yeah, this is great. This is good for us. 
All right, over in Selden, Kansas, which is uh, Sheldon County, driver was going northbound. I'm going to butcher this guy's name. I, I, I probably can't say it. Yevgenin Ivy Lamakin, Y E V G E N I Y. And his last name is Lomakin, L O M A K I N. I'm sorry if I, I, I don't know how to pronounce your name. It's Russian or something, probably Ukrainian. Anyway, this guy was going northbound. God, I wish I could pronounce his name because he did a great thing. And he spotted this flames in his car. So he got close to it and he noticed there was people inside the car. Well, there was a woman and uh, three kids, you know, and uh, I guess the woman pulled over, you know, she was, she was tired. She got tired and uh, fell asleep, you know, took a nap. Well, the car caught on fire where they were taking her break. So he pounded on the glass, woke the person up and the person and the oldest child got out of the car and he grabbed the two smaller kids and they ran across the road, jumped in his truck. And then he pulled down a road a little bit, got to safety, and then called EMS. They checked them all out. Everything's fine. Uh, looking at the photo of the car, car's car totally burned to the ground. Who knows why it caught on fire? It was a 2000 Pontiac Grand Am. Well, it says Shannon Harris, but it doesn't say if it's male or female. I'm just assuming it's a woman, Shannon. Anyway, uh, you know, if this guy hadn't been there at the right time and pulled these people out of the car, woke them up. Maybe they wouldn't be here today. And, you know, we're talking some little kids here. We're talking, let's see, I just saw the ages. Three, six, and ten were the ages of the kids. So good for you, man. I, I wish I could pronounce your name. I'm sorry I can't, but, you know, it's about time we got some good press. Uh, drivers, we need it. <laughs> the way things are going this year. Well, here's one you may have seen over the week. This one's pretty crazy. Uh, unbelievable. A pickup truck was hauling a 53-foot trailer down a road. Now, what this guy did was he took a dolly and hooked it up to the fifth wheel. You know, like you see in a set of doubles. And then he put a canister on top of the dolly, probably welded. Or, oh, it looks like he strapped it down. And then he filled the, the canister with compressed air, and he ran that to the trailer brakes. That's how he was able to release the trailer brakes. Whether the trailer head brakes are not going down a road, I'm not sure, but... And then it looks like he knocked the pins off the front of the dolly, chained it up, and he had like a, I don't know, like a cotter pin set up almost on here. You know, this is one of the wackiest things I've seen. It seems like that's a little bit much. 53-foot trailer going down a road. Ugh, what are people thinking? You know, just what are people thinking? Uh, you just got to wonder about that one. Not too sharp. You know what? If you need to move a 53-foot trailer, drivers, please don't. Please don't use your pickup truck. All right, that's all I got for trucking news. Let's go on to, well, I got nothing for airlines, and I got nothing for cars this week. Other than watch out for the cars. It's the holiday season. You know they're not used to driving, so be careful. So let's go over to Maritime. Let's jump over there, which I'm not an expert on, but I got the press releases. All right, the Canadian Coast Guard is ready to conduct ice-breaking operations on the Great Lakes. So apparently the Canadian Coast Guard and the United States Coast Guard get together and they work in tandem as a team to keep those shipping lanes open. Just great cooperation. It's, uh, you know, they, they, it's, you know, we don't ship things across. We don't have things. 
These guys are doing a great job. Canadian Coast Guard, American Coast Guard, good luck. You know, you guys are doing a great job. I'd love to get a ride on one of those icebreaker ships. I'd love to get some video, see what it's really like. Wouldn't that be fascinating? Oh, I just, I'm sure it's quite cold, though. You know, but it looks like it'd be interesting to check out. All right, anyway, the world's toughest, let's move on, the world's toughest rowing race, the Talasker Whiskey Atlantic Challenge, returns bigger than ever. All right, here's the deal. I'll give you the breakdown on this. It's the world's toughest rowing race, okay? It will be the biggest fleet in race history, as well as the highest number of female participants to ever compete. Over 100 rowers from around the world will embark on a 3,000-mile journey across the Atlantic. Yeah, you heard me. They're going to cross the Atlantic rowing. Oh, wow, this is crazy. Uh, you know... Ahead of the race, Talisker served up the ultimate wild adventure, creating a unique remote island wilderness experience to celebrate the start of the Talasker Whiskey Atlantic Challenge. Only accessible by sea, the Talasker Wilderness Experience left no trace and brought together a tribe of wild spirits who share a passion for the ocean adventure. Freshly forged food was served up by wild by a wild chef using film director Guy Ritchie's new fire table. I don't know what that means, but apparently Guy Ritchie, the director, was there. Well, at least his fire table was. Wow. 3,000-mile journey. That's pretty amazing. So I guess they've done this. It'll be the sixth time you've ever done it. You want to go rowing next year? Check out the Talasker Whiskey Atlantic Challenge. You want to go row for 3,000 miles? I can't even imagine can't even imagine all right let's move on witness the total solar eclipse aboard the world's first hybrid electric powered expedition ship well this thing looks like a just looks like a regular like a miniature cruise ship but i guess it's an expedition ship whatever that means uh Hurt uh, Gruten. i'm probably not saying that right the world leader in expedition travel today announced the Lens 2021 Total Eclipse Voyages, featuring Antarctica itineraries on the east in the industry's most advanced and environmentally friendly ships. We will sail both the world's first hybrid electric-powered expedition ship, the MS Roald Amundsen. Amundsen, by the way, was a famous Antarctic explorer. And her sister ship, the, the MS Fram. Not who's sure who Fram was. I don't think it was Shackleton. To prime positions outside the South Orkney Islands, aiming to see this spectacular natural phenomenon. Hmm. Weather permitting, the total eclipse will only be visible from Antarctica, with the next event not occurring for another 75 years. Wow. Let's see. Hurtigruten will enlist a team of curated experts to provide travelers with immersive lectures and insights on the eclipse while on board. The team will supplement Hurtigruten's already extensive expedition team consisting of leaders in scientific areas such as marine biology glaciology oceanography and photography wow this is pretty cool you know what i bet you that costs a lot of money i'm not even gonna look that one up the price anyway i bet it's in the thousands but the hurt to gruten it's a hurt h-u-r-t-i-g-r-u-t-e-n pretty neat trip i wish i could afford to go but alas, I shall not. 
But it would be cool. Wouldn't it? Alright. Oh. Jobs. LinkedIn sent me a bunch of people trying to hire me. I'm um, okay. I don't need to go anywhere. So anyway, that's all we got right now. Not too much on the news side. I hope everybody's having a good holiday. Try to stay safe. Watch out for bad weather. Watch out for crazy drivers. Watch out for people that are driving past their bedtime. This isn't the easiest time of year for us. You know, the transportation industry, no matter which form of it is we take, whether it be land, sea, or air, you know, we get the freight and the people where they need to be, but it can be wearing on us, so be careful out there. Pay attention, stay out of trouble, and watch out for the amateurs. Don't fall into their game. All right, I hear the outro music. So, hey, stay safe. If I don't talk to you this year, I'll talk to you next year. Bye.